You are now listening to Sierra Unraveled, hosted by yours truly. I am a single mother who finally released myself from a toxic relationship with the help of God, of course, so I can pursue my wildest dreams. Tune in every week for some crazy stories, real life drama, and motivation to keep going. You got this. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I literally think I sing in almost every episode at this point. A little bit of opera here and there, I don't know. But I just wanted to start off by saying I am one badass mamma jamma. This is my most vulnerable episode yet. And I've been saving it for last because it is liberating, it is freeing, It is Sierra Unraveled in its truest state. Please brace yourself. I've never blurted this kind of thing out, but this is my platform. This is my life. This is my healing space. This is my story to inspire you. The weight of my life had, past tense, the power to destroy me. But my trauma is not me. My past does not define who I am or who I want to become as a person. Last year, about six months ago, I received confirmation on the reason why my dad left when I was seven. Despite thinking that he didn't want us and that he hated us, bring on the abandonment issues, that was not the case at all. I was sexually abused as a child by someone in my family. When I first told someone what was happening, my dad tried to get involved despite his limited visitation with us. CPS, or Child Protective Services, tried to intervene. They opened an investigation, and somehow, someone flipped the charges and framed my dad. I read the court orders, and I've gone through a good majority of the paperwork. I promise you I couldn't believe my eyes. My father has never hurt me. I have an excellent memory. It's too good to be quite honest. I know what was done to me and who did it. My dad tried to save me and he couldn't. Instead, he fled because what else would he do if he stayed? He probably could have hurt someone pretty badly knowing that they were hurting his baby girl. A very sick, demented person that I've somehow mustered up the strength to continue having a cordial relationship with because I know deep down they know what they did and I know that they also very well need help. What happened following this traumatic upbringing has molded me entirely as a person. Also, why I'm just a little insane in the membrane. Insane in the brain. (laughs) Sorry, always gotta throw in a little comic relief because this stuff is heavy. This stuff is deep. I have allowed a lot of things to happen that a typical person wouldn't. Things that I'm too ashamed to even talk about. I used to cope with sex and alcohol, my worst vices. Still do sometimes. Matter of fact, I actually just broke my sobriety three months in, shaking my head. I know, I've already cried long and hard, trust me. But I'm going to try again because my daughter means more to me than anything. And she deserves me at my best. Literally, my friends and family don't understand why I'm trying to live a sober life because they've only seen me drink responsibly, probably. I know how to have just one drink or not drink at all. 
but I also know how to go overboard. We all do. I know this single motherhood thing is not for the faint-hearted, but I truly believe it is in my very best interest to refrain from drinking. Unfortunately, my trauma has also let me allow two abusive relationships to blossom. Of course, at my own expense, as a survivor of abuse on all levels, I struggle with a lot. Self-worth, confidence, courage, self-esteem, PTSD, codependency, potentially depression, at least for sure seasonal because I love the summer so much and I seriously need the sun. Communication, boundary setting, trusting people, and the list goes on. If you're interested in the kinds of effects trauma can have on a person, I will list some links in my show notes so you can further educate yourself. It's actually super interesting. Well, maybe only if you're a nerd like me. Things that happen to us as children impact us forever. However, you determine what or how you're going to process it. I started researching how my upbringing can or is affecting my daily decisions about a year ago, six months before I started this podcast actually, which also helped me decide that I needed to seek therapy. I knew I needed to process a lot of crap. I finally understand why I have tolerated so much bullshit from these piece of crap men that seem to flow in and out of my life. By the way, it's always my choice to let them go. Never once have I been cut off, for real. <laughs> Last night, I told someone who was probably potentially interested in me that I'm not dating anyone unless they have three mil in the bank. And money is not everything. If you know me, I am so cheap. I hate that word. Frugal is better. Less is more. When I said that to him, it was more of like an analogy. I know my worth now. After over a year of investigation, I don't have time for the ring around the bush, tell me whatever you think I want to hear just so you can take me out or take me home. Ew, I can't even think about sex right now. It's repulsive almost. It's so empty to me and it's been like this for a while because so early what it means to be intimate got distorted to me at a very young age. And I wasn't raised in a family where we discussed why it's sacred and special and you shouldn't just be out here thotting and bopping just because you're experiencing lust. It damages your worth or it reiterates your negative feelings about yourself. It's the latter for me because of my trauma. So abstinence seems to be the best way to go. I've had enough. I've cried for such a long time after I had sex last, of course in private, but like I know the purpose was just for temporary satisfaction on both parts. It also had so many feelings attached to it that I could barely swallow. All I wanted to do was throw up. I knew it wasn't in the right context of how I want my life to actually be. And it's crazy because people are so important to me, so to share something like that so intimate then just act like it was no biggie, it's not just no biggie to me. Men, you are hurting women and making us cold when you do shit like that. And women, you're hurting yourselves too. We have to stop allowing this kind of behavior. I know we live in a culture that boasts about casual sex, friends with benefits, sneaky links, which <laughs> I just learned that term a few weeks ago and it's just foul, but we weren't supposed to be out here in the streets, is I guess what they say. You will end up broken, hurt, homeless, depressed, with an STD, unwanted or unplanned pregnancy. I don't even know. But just because these rappers, artists, television, movies push this kind of lifestyle doesn't mean it's actually beneficial to our health, physically or mentally. 
All forms of entertainment are just trying to satisfy the masses. And the truth is, the masses live pretty recklessly. Expensive cars that they can't actually afford, houses too big for comfort, wasting food when others are starving, overindulging in everything we can get our hands on, whether it be sex, booze, marijuana, shopping, food, all of that. We really don't need it, but every human is flawed and we can't help it. But we need to at least try for the greater good. I'm pretty sure we all want the same thing, to be loved properly and gently in all relationships, intimate or not, just as much as we love other people. I sometimes think I got gypped. I tried so hard to help and care for others, yet I'm the one that's gone through the fire. I'm the one who got abused. I'm the one who's been lied to by my family. I'm the one who's been broken so many fucking times, I can't even help but cry while writing this because I'm so sick of it. I even found out someone in my family rejected me during the first few months of my life as a baby because of my father's skin tone. Yes, light-skinned people still face racism, but that's a whole other podcast season in and of itself. So many of you have hurt me, and in return, I've probably hurt you back just trying to reestablish my boundaries or get my life together. But I've made myself forgive you and still do my best to love you anyway. I don't wish bad on anyone, even those that have really hurt me. I really don't. Even the ones who've taken advantage of my sweet and kind nature. I'm just asking you to start taking accountability for your own actions. One singular conversation can go such a long way. Yes, it might be painful, but for the sake of whatever kind of relationship we have at the moment, don't you owe it to yourself? I know I do, so I ask for your forgiveness as well, if I've ever done or said anything crazy to you. I've just been in survival mode, shit, I still am, but I'm trying to do better. I want to be the best version of myself possible, which is something that's going to take years to accomplish, but I'm not about to give up because I'm just getting started. Plus, I have God on my side. No one's about to stop me. This podcasting journey has been so exhilarating and inspiring. I have gotten to connect with amazingly beautiful people. It seems like anyone who's ever experienced abuse and has begun their healing journey or fully recovered, which I use that term loosely because it's really a never-ending battle, but they've all decided to dedicate a portion of their lives to helping people. To me, this is the most exquisite part of our human nature, the desire to give back and the need to connect with other people. I can't explain how rewarding this experience has been to me personally. I have also learned so much in the last year about myself and being privileged enough to document my journey as well as sharing all the knowledge that I've learned with you. It has given me purpose. I didn't know how to record or edit or distribute content when I started. I didn't know what I was doing at all, but I did it anyway. This season isn't perfect and it wasn't meant to be because no one and nothing is perfect. And I always remind myself that done is better than perfection. Putting myself out there like this has been one of the most courageous things I've made myself do, especially when a lot of this past year has brought me so much pain. However, I have more understanding than I have ever had in my life on what direction I'm supposed to be headed. And I'm telling you right now, this fire under my ass is blazing hot. I cannot give up on my goals or dreams and neither can you. I highly encourage you to study yourself the way you study for an exam or your friends or your family or your partners even, or maybe just a random stranger at the store. 
In other words, stop judging other people and judge yourself. Where are you going? What are you doing? What do you want for your future self? Once you know, just go and freaking get it. When you're lost, pray or reach out to your most trusted friends. If you have no one, at least reach out to me. My arms are always open. I will cry with you, share my wisdom, and do my best to help you or connect you with someone who can. And lastly, I'd like to really thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming with me on this bumpy ride. If you've been here from the beginning, I appreciate you. The support I've gotten, the feedback, you've been amazing. Whatever you're going through, I promise it's not the end. If it's difficult or trying, it's likely a blessing in disguise. If it's painful enough, it's because he is working on your heart. Just whatever you do, please keep going. Your life can be so much worse than it is. We must stay grateful, thankful, blessed for what's already been given to us. You are right where you need to be because God put you there. He's my lifeline. I hope you learned a thing or two from my show this season. I'm not suspending indefinitely, just temporarily. Don't worry, I'll be back. <laughs> Forever and always, or at least until next time, stop letting them unravel you because only you can unravel yourself. <laughs>